0: Welcome back to Magical Mom Podcast, where every week I sit down with you and explore how you can invite miracles, guidance, and a bit of magic so you can manifest the mom life that you desire and deserve. It is time for us to move from the belief that motherhood means sacrifice and step into our true role of spiritual leaders of our families. I am deeply honored you chose this podcast today. In the next minutes, I will open my heart and help you open yours. Let's begin. Hello, and welcome back to this podcast. I am so very grateful to have you here today. I am so excited that you have chosen to press play on this podcast. Today, I would like to talk to you about tantrums. What do they mean? What is the reframe that I have given them? And how you can to cruise the really hard times of your child's life a little bit more smoothly. And so I want to start with an explanation of what a tantrum is, and this can be something that not only happens to kids. I also have a tantrum once in a while. My partner also has a tantrum once in a while. I have friends and grown people who have tantrums all the time. Tantrums happen because we do not know what to do with our emotions, To put it in simpler words, a tantrum is an unreasonable and something that we perceive as an irrational reaction. And it's when things get blown out of proportion. As uh, one of my favorite teachers, Brene Brown, she would say that emotion is driving, while reason and common sense and thinking, they're all locked up in the trunk. So it's when Emotion just overtakes your entire being and your child's entire being. This starts, in my experience, in my humble experience with my three children, this started around 18 months. And it lasts a while. And it still happens after the age of five, once in a while, when they just, it is just too much going on. It starts because for the first time in their development that baby, that beautiful baby of ours who just used to coo and goo and softly cry for food, they discover that they are their own person. And now, I don't know about you, but becoming your own person is a difficult thing. It's hard work. It's something that is means that whoever you were before needs to somehow die for this new person to emerge. And when things are going really, really hard, I like to think of my child's tantrum as grieving, as really crying over what they're losing, which is the unbreakable connection with their mother. And until 18 months old, Babies don't know that they are separate from their mothers. They still think that they are the one being. After 18 months old, they start to slowly detach and realize that they are independent and that they are their own being and then they can decide for themselves to do or not do things or, you know. Yeah, it's a hard time for them and it's a hard time for us as well. And so the only way that you could stop a tantrum is by allowing it to fully express itself and then naturally finish. And this is really hard for us, especially for those of us who have been conditioned to think that crying or any sort of expression of emotion is not a good thing to do. It's not graceful. You should stop it. Uh, Many of our previous generations have taught that you should not cry in public, or you should not disturb anybody else, that you should go and cry in your own room. And this is obviously not healthy. We all know this by now. I believe that we are the generation who will change this dialogue. And we're the generation who will empower our children to own their emotions and teach them that emotions are not something scary. Emotions are just what makes us human and what will drive so much of the richness that life is. And so what we need to do before anything that has to do with our child, we need to look inside, inside our own selves and think, why are we so bothered with how our child chooses to express himself? Why do we feel that this is personal. Why do we feel that the way that they choose to express themselves and their tantrum is an indicator that we're failing? It's not that at all. I think of a tantrum and the lava that is inside a volcano just needs to come out. And the more we try to delay it and the more we try to stop it, the stronger it will get. And so think of the tantrum or think of this. Tremendous emotional release or crying. This is what nature gave our kids so they can cruise their emotion. And the way that they cruise this emotion is by creating a story in their head. And based on the story, this will allow them to release this emotion, to unload it. And there's nothing more to it than this. But the story that they are creating in their head is something that we take very personally. I remember a time when my kids were little and they just started to have these tantrums and I truly did not know what was happening. Like, I did not get it that, how is this making any sense at all? I'll give you an example. Socks. The socks have been a reason of so much frustration and unloading of emotion for my children I cannot even begin to tell you. So first, we're going to school in the morning. I put them their socks on and they start. Uh, It's not good. My little toe is not comfortable. This is not okay. Take it out. Put it again. No, it's not okay. You put it. No, I want to put it. And then they cannot put it because they are still little. Then they're trying so hard and they get super frustrated and they get red with anger Because the sock doesn't fit. And then it just elevates from there and it comes out to this huge cry that lasts for like 45 minutes because the sock was not on properly. Now, I was very tempted to think that I have to fix that sock so my child can feel better about life and about me, and I can feel better about life and about myself and about my child. But it has nothing to do with the sock or with you or with your child. They just need a story that they can embrace as their reason to unload their emotions. So it doesn't matter how this looks like. In my household, it was socks. It was the food that I was putting on the table that they didn't like, the crunchiness of the food or the weather outside or their toys or the color of the blue block? Why isn't it bluer? Why is the water wet? Like the reasons ha- make no apparent sense to us, but that is not the point at all. The reason is irrelevant and you should just let it slide. Whatever they say, when you see that they're becoming really unreasonable, take it as a cue that it is now time for a soul cleaning and having a good cry is what everybody needs once in a while. We might need it every couple of weeks and every couple of months, but small children need it sometimes multiple times in a day. And so don't try to stop this or don't try to give them something so they stop. And this is when (laughs) associations are made. Their minds are so plastic and everything that happens during this age is what will create their beliefs in the future. So when we create associations that don't, that are not healthy and that are not natural, then we will have to deal with behaviors as an adult that are make no sense and that are not natural at all. And let me give you an example with this. And the most common one for women and for me has been associating sugar with dealing with emotions. I don't know exactly what has happened in my past. But every time I would feel upset, or every time I would feel disappointed or sad or angry, I would somehow think that an ice cream will make me feel better. I don't know where that is coming from. I don't know when was the first time that I have decided this. But many, many times I found myself automatically reaching for food rather than expressing myself or crying or raging in an age-appropriate manner. (laughs) Nothing sadder than a 30-something-year-old woman having a tantrum right next to her two-year-old. We need to learn how to manage these emotions, and we need to recognize in ourselves okay, well, right now I feel overwhelmed and I feel like I need to go for a walk or I need to take some space or I need to cry or I need to watch a movie that is sad and that will make me cry and allow me to express it this way if if I don't have the openness or freedom to express myself in any other way. And so when your child is upset, do not immediately offer them a soother, like, or a pacifier that looks like, I don't know, candy or uh, lunch or something to drink or anything that will make them associate crying and emotions with something that you have to take to stop them or to delay them. These emotions will come out eventually. It doesn't matter you know where you are or how long it will take they will come out and it will the longer you keep them confined and you try to repress them the uglier it's going to get when they come out and so just allow them to be and allow them to happen naturally now my kid wasn't crying because of the sock my kid was crying because the kid needed to cry they didn't need me to offer them a lollipop or to give them a cookie to make them stop. They just needed to cry. And how long and how hard they choose to cry is not something that I can control. I cannot tell them, well, you only have 10 minutes now. After 10 minutes, it's really done. That's it. That's all the crying that you get for today. I cannot, I have a headache. This is not respectful to them and it's not very healthy for us either. And so if they choose to start having a cry, just allow it to finish naturally. Even if that means you have to leave a place where you are or you have to just put your kid over your shoulder and leave the park or the playground or wherever you are, if you feel judged by other people, even if it means you're going to be a little bit late to an appointment, just let it happen naturally by itself. And when it's time to finish, it will be done. And I assure you, it will eventually stop. It looks like It's never going to stop when you're in the middle of it, but it does. It always, always does. And lastly, do not draw your worth as a mother from this event. This has nothing to do with you. This has nothing to do with your ability to be a great mom. You are a good mom by allowing your child to feel whatever they need to feel. And their tears is not an indicator of how good you're doing at being a mom. Tears are part of their life and will be part of their lives for as long as they live. Just allow them to accept their feelings and their emotions and their tears as part of the natural flow of life. It's part of who we are. It's part of what we're feeling. And it says nothing about you or about them or about anybody else. You are a good mom. You have to repeat this to yourself every day because our worth as mothers and as parents do not come from how our children behave or how our children choose to express how they are feeling. And so you have to be really strong in your belief that you are a great mother and that this beautiful soul that is your child has chosen you from all the people are available on earth to be their mother. And this is such a privilege to raise them and such a privilege to hold their hands and allow them to be exactly who they are meant to be. So that was it about the tantrum. I have created as well a resource for you. There are some affirmations that I use every single day to affirm to myself the mother that I want to be, that the mother that I wish to believe that I am. And I'm going to share these with you. Uh, You can find them in the show notes of this podcast. They're available at magicalmom.com forward slash podcast. I hope this episode serves you. And I hope that you find inspiration in what I shared with you today. Until next time, do not forget, you are a great mom. Talk to you next week. This was an episode of the Magical Mom podcast. For more free downloads, articles, resources, and courses to help you manifest a more joyful experience of motherhood, head over to magicalmom.com. Thank you for listening. See you next week.